0: this is Jason Kristoff for Podcast 75. It is January 18th, 2021. We're two days away from President-elect Joe Biden getting ushered into office. Gonna be a good time. (laughs) Gonna be a good time. So today on the podcast, what we're gonna do is we're gonna review, we're gonna get away from the craziness a little bit. I could have talked about, I might talk about maybe in another podcast, I saw Jabs for Joints, or was it Joints for Jabs? It was Joints for Jabs in Washington, D.C. Now, a jab is usually sort of a commonwealth term for vaccination. It's in Washington, D.C., so it's Joints for Jabs. They're going to give away free weed if you get the COVID vax. <laughs> now, if you can't figure it out at this point in time about smoking marijuana and vaccinations. And why the two are linked, (laughs) no no amount of persuasion and science will ever help anybody who's going to walk into that ambush, (laughs) Heisekite. So best of luck, I think the adverse reaction rate has been reported to be one in a thousand. So that's very far away from the one in a million that the media and the government and the people under paycheck mind control uh, usually... Spout off about uh, that. Yeah, those uh, vaccine uh, deaths and injuries are one in a million. And no, they're not. They're one in a thousand. And I think they said that was uh, 10,000 times or is it a thousand? It's a lot more than uh, the gold medal winner of vaccines that usually kill and cripple people is the flu vax, and it's, you know, it's really taken a big lead on the f- flu vaccine for killing and crippling the COVID vaccine has, so congratulations, the COVID vaccine for killing and crippling people at a rate never seen before, because that's the, the design of the vaccine, is the people who organize this, and they're not just from this generation folks, they've been doing this a long time, uh, they said, look, humans aren't going to be this stupid ever again. Our mind control is getting figured out. People are even talking about mind control. Even like myself, I talk about mind control. People are starting to put it together. So the people who organize these things like joints for vaccinations or jabs for joints, whatever it might be called, and, you know, the sell us the alcohol that we talked about, I think, in the last podcast, they meet in boardrooms and they say, you know, we got to strike now. This is the apex. This is the peak of stupidity. The the humans are never going to be this poison, toxic, stunned, indoctrinated, and propagandized ever again. So if we got to do the free joints, free coffee, free Wi-Fi, free video games, free membership to Planet Fitness you know, a gift card to Walmart, whatever it takes. We got we got to really make a clean sweep of all these dummies and push them over the cliff. And in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. People like myself and millions, not hundreds of thousands, millions or even tens of millions of people like myself have been sounding the alarm. I mean, Jesus was sounding the alarm for, the, you know, in the beginning, because that's all he was taught, not even the beginning, but It's a very popular story of Jesus telling people, hey, the bankers are doing this and the government officials are doing that. And so the truth-tellers have been around for a long time, and there's always these people who get caught up and have passionate love affairs with the propaganda of the day, the governments of the day. But today's podcast is going to be about my personal rituals of what we call self-love. I put a lot of energy into loving myself and protecting myself. If you really want to know if you love yourself, what you need to do is check your behavior, and if you wouldn't do it to a 4-year-old, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing it to yourself. So if you're at a bar and you're doing four shooters at last call, you need to ask, if you want to know if you're, you know, really carrying self-love as a behavioral trait, you ask the question, would I do this to a 4-year-old? Would you would I give a 4-year-old four shooters of toxic alcohol to do? to drink and pound down at last call and when I have my four-year-old out at this time of night as well, when, when I put a joint in a four-year-old's mouth and, and make him puff it outside in the alley, it doesn't really matter what the behavior. It could be taking steroids. I've done that before. It could be like uh, sniffing a line of cocaine. I've done that before. So whether, you know, as long as people do, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here. What you have to realize is that self-love is very important for you to live your best life and to have some deep satisfaction and to not be a slave. You don't want to be a program drone bot repeater super slave down on the human farm repeating the lies of the day and pretending that you love yourself because if you go up to a hundred people with a microphone today and you've stopped a hundred people on the road and you took the mic uh, to yourself and said you know do you love yourself and you put it to the person probably at least 99 or 95 people will, be, will admit or try to confess or try to be adamant that they do love themselves but th- it's easy to say and it's hard to do Self-love is, a, is something that's very adversarial to the environment in which we live in in our society. The way the programming goes, we've gone over this in probably almost every podcast. Humans have a natural tendency to mimic and copy and mirror and emulate uh, the behavior in their surroundings, the people who rule us drown us in a tsunami of negative role modeling purposely. The Hollywood movies and the TV shows and even the news clips that you're shown are all purposely formulated in a backro a backroom backroom boardroom so that you get nothing but negative role modeling and the the biggest sort of most repetitive. Behavior, which they know your subconscious mind will filter and rank and analyze. the subconscious is always looking for the most repetitive symbol, the most repetitive message, the most repetitive emotion, and the people who rule us know that. So the most repetitive messaging is poison yourself. It's a pick your poison society. If you show up organic with clean glass bottled spring water, you don't do shooters, you don't drink, you don't smoke dope, you don't uh, eat fast food, you're an outcast. And the only reason people are spending so much of their money and so much of their time resources, literally investing in their own disease and their own failed lives and their own misery and their own depression and their own you know uh, disorientation is because the people who rule us know that we mimic what we see. And the most repetitive, of course, we've reviewed many movies, and the most repetitive message in all of Hollywood film, the most repetitive symbol is a coffee cup, a coffee mug, a coffee store, or a a coffee machine. And so this is why so many people drink coffee, and we've, we don't have to beat the dead horse here, but it's a pick-your-poison society. If you're not showing up with poisonous coffee, you're showing up with poisonous alcohol at night, poisonous junk food, poisonous medications, poisonous vaccines, and of course the media makes sure to celebrate the most sick and overweight person in the wheelchair with the new wheelchair ramp. They're on the front page of the newspaper, which completes the cycle for the subconscious brain, not only to mimic the behaviors, and this is the most repetitive behavior in all all media, is pick your poison, but the subconscious mind also tunes in on the fact that the most celebrated person is the sick person, is the helpless person, is the person that's disabled, that's crippled. And that's why they have the Invictus Games and they have all the celebration of a way of living. That takes us away from our true power, and of course, the Invictus Games were also invented so that all the fake, false flag wars that are producing all these amputees—they're gonna give them a little stroke, this little emotional stroke on TV. They get to meet Prince William, and they invite all these other stars into into the fold, so that there's a lot of adoration and positive emotion, and. <clears throat> Limelight given to the the sort of byproduct of our warlike governments because they're throwing us down the evolutionary ladder. We were their slaves, and literally they are tricking us to go to war for them, destroy our families back at home, destroy our communities back at home, and what they say we're fighting for—that's not what we're fighting for—and that's pretty pretty obvious. I'll even put up um, a great video by a man called, uh, Stan Goff. He did a, uh, four, I think, f- uh, no, sorry, eight tours of duty for the U S and he's going to tell you what's going on with the wars. So let's go on to my rituals of self love. And just uh, cause I've had some requests for this. What do I do? Uh, to remove myself and reprogram myself, remove myself from this pick your poison sort of society, so i 've written this all down. Let me just go back and read it here so in uh basically, I go to bed at no later than ten at night, and the reason that is is that your body starts repairing itself from 10 o'clock onward. Now that repair, uh, your body does the neurological systems, actually it does the muscular systems first, it does the neurological sy- systems second, and if you're not to bed by 10, you miss the recovery and um, the repair cycles naturally synced in the body. That means the damage that you incurred during that day of just general metabolic firing up and producing energy your your body's sort of like a car engine there's gas the food it gets combusted uh, and the energy is released and through all combustion there's some pollution you have to repair all the intricate parts that are involved with the production of energy and then you have to let go of the waste if you want that to be in a very efficient and uh, effective cycle. You have to be to bed by 10. And people who are overweight or carrying a little bit of extra fat, they're probably not aware that the most effective fat burner ever uh, measured was 10 hours of sleep. So if you're having a hard time Losing weight, losing cellulite, reducing the water retention, and just building tone muscle. Watch your sleep habits. Even if you're going to bed 10:30, you're shaving off a half hour of fat burning. You're, and that the reason there's so much fat burning at night is it's an energy source, and to conduct the repair and recovery of your body that's endured a lot of stress during the day, the body burns the fat down and releases the energy to sort of spackle the the injured parts and to repair the injured parts of the body. So if you're not to bed by 10 and completely relaxed, you you miss this uh, recovery and repair cycle. I get up with the sun. And that means when the sun is coming up uh, earlier in the summer, I get up with the sun And then in the winter, you're supposed to sleep more. The nature has its cycles and the uh, cycle of nature, it can be found inside the cycles of your body. So I get up with the sun around, currently right now, it's around six or seven in the morning here in Canada in the Northern Hemisphere. But even if I got up a little bit earlier, I'm gonna go to my computer, but not before I brush my teeth. What you don't wanna do is get up and start drinking water without brushing your teeth. You need to brush your teeth, get all that very dangerous bacteria, and you gotta make sure you spit it into the sink. You want the dangerous bacteria in your mouth out into this sink so you're not swallowing it cuz if you do you can get some very dangerous bacteria in your in your microbiome so make sure you brush your teeth and when I do that I'm going to be using a Sonicare toothbrush a Sonicare toothbrush makes make sure that you preserve your gum line if you reduce your gum line you're going to have a very efficient entry way for waste products that, you know, can grow dangerously inside your body. Keep your gums in pristine shape by using a Sonicare toothbrush. Of of course, you want to make sure your toothpaste is fluoride-free. If you're using fluoride toothpaste, you're probably not aware that the people who rule you are putting fluoride in your toothpaste because it causes cancer and it causes brain damage. So I'll make sure to put the fluoride um, proof that it causes cancer and the proof of course that it causes brain damage especially in children. Fluoride has been proven to cause brain damage at 2 ppm which is two parts per million. Fluoride toothpaste has 1500 parts per million and of course like every podcast I'm not too sure if you're aware if you're tuning into this podcast or you know if this is your first one the foundation of all these podcasts is that the government maintains its power by destroying yours so don't be surprised at anything I describe that the government endorses that literally takes away your power giving you cancer, giving you brain damage. Obviously, you're not as powerful, or you could be dead. You're going to die a very painful and premature death. They're going to blame the cancer on pure happenstance, when the government knows full well that the fluoride is in your toothpaste, it's in your municipal water supplies because it's guaranteed to cause cancer. It's not a misunderstanding of the science. They knew it right from the get-go. It's what can we use to poison the public? How How can we keep them in fear? How can we keep them in constant crisis? Because when you want to rule humans, this is the best platform from which to rule them you must keep them in constant and perpetual fear, constant and perpetual crisis, you have to make them dependent, you have to keep them childlike, you have to keep them away from their full power. Make sure you understand that. So I use fluoride free toothpaste with no other chemicals in it. I use Kiss My Face whitening toothpaste. Maybe I'll start maybe I'll put up some links for some of these products. I go to my computer, I'm going to wear my blue blocking glasses. So the blue light from the computer screen doesn't really mess around with my circadian rhythms or some of the chemicals. The natural chemical hormonal cycles in the body can be thrown off by the blue light coming off the screen. So you should get some blue uh, light blocking glasses. And maybe I'll put up a link to J.P. Sears' favorite blue light blocking glasses and high quality metal frames. And there are other ones. You don't really have to get those, but uh, they're definitely high quality. So after I've cleaned my mouth out of all that bacteria, I've spit it into the sink. I've used the fluoride-free toothpaste. I've used the Sonicare toothbrush to make sure that my gums stay intact as long as possible. I drink some glass-bottled spring water. I'm going to drink at least 500 milliliters. I'm going to drink it slow so that it mixes with a lot of my saliva. And I want to make sure, Paul Check always says, "All, don't forget to chew your water, because the digestive enzymes that are released in and around the tongue are very important to make that water work the way it's supposed to work in your body. Now I'm going to drink 500 milliliters, I'm not going to eat anything. That water will sit in your stomach for at least half an hour, so I'm not going to eat for at least half an hour, If I had to, I could eat within a half, like, you know, just outside that window. I would wait a half an hour to eat, but I'm probably going to wait two to two and a half hours. But that water goes and gets absorbed into your stomach lining and it waits for your next meal. And then when you do eat, and I'm going to tell you what I eat for breakfast, when I do eat, the stomach lining reconstitutes the water that I drank a couple hours earlier. It reconstitutes it as a perfect concentration of hydrochloric acid. With that perfect concentration of hydrochloric acid, you can digest your food properly. That's the first, first stage of digestion. And you need that to liberate the energy from your food. And it's got to be good food, it can't be garbage food. The breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but only if you follow these principles. And there's a reason these principles are not taught in school. They're definitely not taught in school, simply because, again, to make you easier to rule, you're much easier to rule and control and govern, and steal from, and manipulate when you're down, when you're not powerful, when you're not healthy, when you don't think you can resist the, the, the schoolyard bully. So if you're, you're really powerful, you grow big muscles, you grow nice and tall, you, you're really strong, and you got a good working brain, you're a hell of a citizen to govern in a tyrannical way. This is why they teach you absolutely nothing of value at the government's, inside the government school system. And although that's a wild and, you know, big claim pretty obvious, you know, look at the kids out there, heaven forbid, people start looking at reality instead of sitting inside their one-season world, their complete bullshit illusion that the government's out for their their best, you know, and all the other people out there with their paycheck mind control, that I'll just say whatever I need to, to to get my paycheck, see, the right lie at the right time to the right person for the right paycheck. Enough of the people under paycheck mind control will put up John Taylor Gatto. His book, he is a um, school teacher of the year in New York State, school teacher of the year in New York City. He has passed away, um, I think about two to three years ago. And he wrote a book, Weapons of Mass Instruction, where he reviews the official documentation that proves the government school system uh, and the government and the people behind it have admitted fully that the school is there to dumb down the kids and and disempower them. So if you really want to understand what the government school system is doing, it's the same thing as the fluoride folks, same thing as the Teflon, same thing as the vaccines, same thing as, you know, the the cancer-causing Wi-Fi ripping through the schools. It's just to create this docile, dumbed-down, dysfunctional, disoriented populace to become the next people under paycheck mind control. And this is the system we 're under, and until people realize and grapple with this that they 're disempowered, overweight, sick, and diseased, and easily manipulated, and they act like children, even though they 're of adult age they until they realize this is the pure intent of the entire indoctrination and poison based control grid you 're never going to get out you you 're never going to get your neck out. From underneath the heel of the government, which is just ancient ruling families masquerading as your altruistic controlling group. They they, they have no, they see you as the enemy. They admit that in many books. And I mean, maybe I'll go, I'll find one. I'll go find one where they admit you're the enemy, or I'll find a video, an equivalent of that. Maybe I'll go and, and get out The Ring of Power by, uh, trying to remember who who uh, did that documentary (coughs) but I'll put yeah I'll put up some documentaries to prove that to you I'll put up two hopefully maybe you'll pursue those so that you understand the government sees you as the absolute enemy so after I drink the water I'm gonna just work and it's my time to provide service to the world answering emails from the coaches or the students in my self-sabotage coaching school. I might be answering questions and emails. I get hundreds of them a day. I try to answer them all myself and people are asking questions about cancer becoming disease free or trying to overcome their self sabotage or maybe where they should escape to and you know or may just everything that has to do with getting more freedom and finding your power i was all, i will always find time in the day to do that and try and help lift some other people i'm a little higher up on the ladder i am going to haul as many people up to my uh, level of the ladder as possible and then i will look up the ladder to some of my people i work with and i will ask can you haul me up a couple rungs and if we keep doing that together we can make the world a better place i'll I'll do some posts Uh, if i'm not banned banned right now i don't know how on on facebook obviously Maybe we've got a 20 more day sentence going and who knows what will be left when I get there. But I heard uh, Parler is opening back up at the end of the month, which is going to be great. I'm sure he's going to skyrocket to about 40 million users in his first week. That is going to be perfect to get off the social media that just tracks us and censors us to, to no end. And at that point during the day, I'll push out some truth based posts Maybe on Instagram, I'll we'll put up some memes. People seem to like those, and then it's time to eat. Now I'm going to eat a lower glycemic meal. I don't like to spike my insulin the more insulin in the morning. Uh, You do spike your insulin if you have a lot of excessive carbs. And again, that's why the government will always give you this food guide that is more like for fattening cattle before the slaughter, which of course is what they're trying to do now the slaughter part. They've already fattened us to no end. Uh, It's a feedlot based diet. That's what the Canadian food guide is and the USDA food pyramid. Again, if you want to farm, if you want to turn powerful human lions into deconditioned, and dumbed down lambs you got to feed them all the garbage components you poison the feed you give them the cereal and the cow's milk and the the, you know the Tropicana orange juice and muffin which is a cake without icing too sure if you're aware of that. I mean, the cereal alone, have you noticed there's no mold that ever grows on it? And there no Mold tries to grow on it. I'm not too sure if you know the life cycle of mold. It needs something to eat. It needs to get sustenance for mold to multiply. It does land on the cornflakes. It does land on the cr- Rice Krispies. It just does, can't find anything to eat. And then it dies. But we feed this to ourselves. We feed it to our kids. And we wonder where our kids are just... You know zombies, or we wonder we feed it to ourselves, and wonder why we're zombies. Most people will have like a toxic coffee in the morning, which sets off this massive fight flight or freeze response. We've talked about that before. I don't need any of that, of course, because i uh, it the rituals of self love i mean it, it what would I feed someone I hated? <laughs> you know, if I was, uh, if I'm giving myself coffee, what the hell would I give someone, what would I do if I really hated myself? Well, not much worse than that. In the morning, I'm going to have potentially a stir fry with vegetables I'm gonna cook it in coconut oil I'll have a little bit of maybe grass uh, grass-fed ground beef a lot of vegetables I might have one of uh, Jennifer's famous protein balls as a as a, a not a, like a side dish but to finish off the meal and then look I'm good to go I'm gonna go shower now so I make sure in my shower I got a chlorine filter and if you don't know why I got a chlorine filter in my shower how important it is I'll put up a two minute experiment with tap water and chlorine to show you how fast the human skin absorbs chlorine and chlorine is deadly. People are bathing in it. They're actually breathing in it. If the shower is really hot, you'll get these fumes all full of chlorine, all proven to kill beneficial bacteria inside the lung tissue. And the chlorine goes right through your skin and kind of sterilizes your environment, affects your microbiome, killing all the good bacteria, allowing all the bad bacteria to grow. That's why I have a chlorine filter on my shower. I use organic soap from a company called Ground Soap. I'll put that link in the show notes. And I even wash my hair with it. And people know that I'm going to be 51 this year. And uh, my hair is pretty, it's the same color it was when I was 35 or 30. People are like, you got to dye your hair. And I'm like, no, I don't dye my hair. Even my brother-in-law accuses me of dyeing my hair. He says I go to shade denial down in Montreal. It's one of his big jokes. But the fact is, no, I don't dye my hair. I do wash my hair with... um, this ground soap, and it seems to be keeping its color like really, really good. I also find people who drink coffee and alcohol on a regular basis as a guarantee. They have a high accelerated rate of aging. This is my personal experience. I know how bad alcohol is. I did a whole podcast on it. Coffee isn't any better. I've done a podcast on that and it it does increase accelerated aging. I'm not too sure if there's a direct connection, but I find alcohol drinkers and coffee drinkers, their hair goes gray very, very, very quickly. So I use the organic soap all over my whole body, including my hair. I use a loofah sponge to try and remove skin on different parts of my area. I don't have dry skin, but the skin holds a lot of toxins. So if you can get off The initial layer of skin, it allows your body to expel toxins at a bit more of an accelerated rate. And if it can give me a 5 or 10, maybe a 10% increase in detoxification capacity, I'm going to take it. Because again, these are rituals of self-love. I use organic hair pomade, which is another reason my hair might keep its original sort of dark brown color. It's an organic pomade from John Masters. And what I figure is I put this stuff in my hair. It's it's pretty oily, but you can kind of stand the hair up a little bit. I'm sure you've seen some live videos or pictures of me it has a bit of tension, but it does coat like every piece of hair with it's like avocado oil and beeswax and some other organic natural ingredients. I'm believing, I know oxygen accelerates decay. I mean if they if you let a screw out in space or it doesn't rust. Anything metal in space doesn't rust because there's no oxygen. The more oxygen gets at something, the more it oxidizes. That just means it ages quicker. So I believe that putting this hair gel or not even a gel, it's like a like an oil sort of reduces the oxygen's uh, contact with my hair, therefore potentially increasing the lifespan of the hair, trying to keep the color a little longer. These are just theories. I, I don't, Maybe it's just genetic, but it doesn't matter if you have good genes or not. I mean, if you eat Dorito chips, good genes aren't going to save you. If you're drinking coffee every morning, and you're not eating organic, you're not eating properly, you're not getting to bed on time, genes aren't going to save you. Genes are only going to take you so far. You have to take it down, you know, the extra mile and take full advantage of your genetic power. And every human has a beautiful set of genetics, and it's been proven, and I'll even prove it to you, that your food activates your genetics. So your genetics are more like... um, a piano, and the food decides what songs you play, and if you eat bad food, you get shitty songs, and if you eat good food, you get beautiful songs and a lot more peaceful and abundant sort of results from your life, and Dr. Mark Hyman, a medical doctor, will explain a a test or like an experiment where they gave people... um, I don't, I can't remember what the food was, but it wasn't optimal nutrition. And when they pulled the genes from that person, there was an activation of a diabetic gene, there's an activation of a cancer gene, there's an activation of other disease based genes. And then when they fed the people more nutritious food, all those genes were off and all the genes for health were activated. So it's the food that we eat. Is what activates our genes. That's called epigenetics, which means "epi" means above. There's something above the genes that controls them, and that's very different than the disempowering story your medical doctor is paid to tell you under the paycheck mind control that you're going to be sick. No, you know, if you eat donuts or eat cauliflower, it's your genes that decide if you're sick or not. This is because load of fucking bullshit that you're ever going to hear. And if you believe that, you know, if you're not strong enough or courageous enough to just say That's, that doesn't sound right, that if I eat salad every day, I get the same diseases as someone who eats donuts every day. If you're not strong enough to push back on the bullcrap narrative, you're not going to push back on any of the narratives. You have to be courageous enough to push back on all of them, and if someone's not courageous enough to think, if they're not strong enough to say, I'm thinking that that doesn't make sense, most likely they're overweight, they're on medication, they're going to die early, they've never you know, explored their full human potential, and they're just an absolute human mess full of addictions. And, and that's what we're really trying to rattle people's cages with these podcasts so you understand it's a control grid. You live in a control grid. You live in an indoctrination and poison-based control grid controlled by government and media and medicine and science. And their intent is to get so many people under p- paycheck mind control telling you lie after lie after lie in a repetitive way which triggers your subconscious mind mind to live it out as truth and then they're also going to punish free thinkers so you're so afraid to think and you're so cozy in the illusion because you get all the a- accolation and you get all the positive energy. If you just give up on your dreams, you're always going to be taken care of by this control grid on the ve- very minimum level. You'll always get scraps off sh- uh, Longshank's table. But do-, do you really think that's a life? You're getting firmed. You're getting your energy siphoned away from you through these black magic magicians that occupy the high bastions of power power in government and in hollywood and you have to ask yourself what are they trying to keep from you they're trying to keep from you a big secret why don't you find out that big secret the big secret is you have power beyond your wildest dreams but you'll never access it if you don't figure out how they're taking it away on an invisible level and even on a visible level they're tricking you to poison yourself And the reason it's so good and effective to trick you into poisoning yourself with booze and coffee and smokes and junk food is because if they did it, if they showed up, threw you down on the ground and said, smoke this cigarette and put a, a, you know, 40 Magnum against your temple, you'd be like, yeah, something's up. Oh, yeah, they're bad people. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to resist, yeah. But no, they use the media, the print media, the movies and the TV shows so that you mimic, because they know you mimic, they know you copy the Tropican orange juice from the movies, which is always in the breakfast nook. They know you copy that big stack of uh, flapjacks. They know. That's why they put flapjacks and orange juice on every breakfast scene in every movie that's ever been made. They're not having salad. They're not having a stir fry in the mor- morning. They're having the, the food breakfast of the slave so that you mimic and copy that and feed yourself slave food. They poison the feed and you gobble it down in your little stall down as a as a human cattle down on the human farm. So was that a rant? I don't know if it was a rant. But folks, the reason people like me are out there and we all have our little herd of 10,000 or 20,000 people that we're trying to enlighten because we know those people will go out and enlighten some more and we're we're at the tipping point there's a lot more truth tellers out there. That's what happens when evil comes around above ground like it is right now. People are starting to pay attention. So then I go, "Oh, I use some organic skin cream from Dr. Mercola, try and c- take care of my eyes, which always give away my uh, give away my age because they're they're linked to the liver. And if you do a lot of cocaine and steroids like I used to do before I was clean, you're going to have some liver damage." So if you want to see my true age, look at my eyes. I'm trying to keep those. My hair looks great. My eyes, well, not so great. But hey, you just do what you can. You try to treat yourself with as much self-love. You don't judge yourself either. Better late than never. It's not about uh, perfection. It's about progress. I use this organic skin cream from my friend called Robin. It's absolutely wonderful. I'm not too sure if she would sell it to to uh, um, online, but maybe I'll ask her and maybe I'll put that in there. And then I go to the gym and I'm very lucky, you know, I can go, I have my own gym. So I go to my gym. I exercise and I stretch. I really drink a lot of water when I'm there. I do a mix of strength training, try to get my heart rate up a bit, sweat a bit to try and move the toxins out. I try and move some self-defense into the routine a little bit. You know, because that's what personal power is all about. There's always, you know, we live in a death cult, and they're always trying to push the death cult philosophy on on you. They're like, yeah, fuck you, Christopher. You don't want to stick toxic vaccines in you. Screw you. You know, so you never know when someone's gonna start throwing haymakers down at the grocery store. Or, you know, throw a ball at you from from a car or something like that. You got you got to be strong enough to push back and um, get violent if need be. And that—that's—that's that's an obligation of a man in a tribe, is to protect themselves and to protect them, their families. If you haven't noticed, something's happened to the men today. Uh, they're pretty weak, and—and uh, and not because they're born weak. Let's let's get that out of the way first. Men are not born weak; they're all born leaders. But if you're—if you run into these. Uh, indoctrination-based institutions, religion, government, science, medicine—I mean, they're—they're going—they're going at men chemically right in the womb. A lot of the chemicals that the people who rule us have purposely put in the environment are there to feminize the men and uh, desexualize them and you know, lower their testosterone, lower, lower their uh, growth hormone levels. So. I try to do my part. I'm not the most manly man out there, but I try to do my part in the tribe to be a stronger, cleaner role model for anybody who would like to say, you know, how do you do that? How do you exercise? How do do I do the best? How do I enact rituals of self-love on myself? I try to lead by example. No one's absolutely perfect, but I try to do... I try to honor myself, honor the body that either God or nature has provided me. I'm going to maximize the genetic gifts that I have. I'm not going to minimize it. I'm going to invest in my power. I'm certainly not going to spend time and energy and monetary resources kicking the shit out of myself so that I can be a lesser version just so that I can get get along with underachievers and mediocre people down at the coffee shop. That's not why I got sent here. I know no one ...has been sent here to be mediocre, to be an underachiever, and to destroy themselves, and so that they die a very premature and painful death, but I also know humans can be tricked to do anything, including destroy themselves... That's why we do the podcast. That's why I run self-sabotage, overcoming self-sabotage programs on a regular basis. I'm doing an, uh, I'm going to put up the overcoming self-sabotage event I'm doing at the end of January. It's only in two weeks, folks, if you want to get in. It's inexpensive. It's effective. It'll make sure you understand exactly how your behavior is manufactured. Um, and it's a health-based self-sabotage lecture or program. It's only two Sundays in a row, two hours each Sunday. You're gonna get all my secrets and it's all the secrets about being healthy and it's all the secrets of how the people on your TV trick you into being a mess. So get pissed off, get upset, you're not supposed to be sick. You're not supposed to be overweight. You're not supposed to like do one week of dieting and make the best week of your life. It's not supposed to be a vacation, uh, one week vacation from the other 51 weeks a year where you obliterate your potential. That's n- that's not how you're going to get happy in this life. That's not how you're going to get empowered. That's not how you're going to get satisfied. Maybe take a week and obliterate yourself, and then be your best self 51 weeks a year. Turn it around. Turn that cycle around. You'll turn your life around. Stop investing so much energy into destroying yourself, and just simply invest the same amount of money and the same amount of time into being your best self. And if you don't know where to start, and you don't know how to really trick your own mind into making that flip right away, like within hours, come work with me at the end of January. I'll show you. I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you what I did. And I really, I mean, I didn't strong arm myself. I hypnotized myself out of the old programs that the TV and the government put inside my subconscious mind. And I'll show you videos and processes and protocols where you can defragment your own mental hard drive, put in some great programs to be your best self, and just leave the cult behind, just get rid of that cult, their cut poison and burn cult, their disempowerment cult they just the mind the paycheck mind control cult leave it all behind, leave all that garbage behind and come into your own power as a human being on this planet. If you don't like it, you can always go back to being an absolute human mess if that's where you're starting. If you don't like being the best version of yourself, go back. You can always go back. They'll always accept you down at the coffee shop having wine at 5 o'clock every night and destroying your own human potential. That's the bigger group. They're not going to kick you out. You can always go back there. Come over to this side of the fence and take advantage of everything nature has provided for you and really go for it. What's the worst thing that can happen? Someone's going to say, you look too good, you're doing too well. And sure, they will. They will attack you 100%. But it's still not a good enough reason to dull your own shine and trim your own tall poppy. What's the sense? Okay, so after I eat my organic meal, I'm going to work with some self-sabotage. After I uh, exercise... I'm going to come back and eat another organic meal. Probably it's a kind of nearly the same thing. I might have some different vegetables. I, I eat a lot of uh, sprouted and soaked nuts. And basically real food. I'm going to try and eat real food. I'm going to make it organic. Least amount of pesticides when I cook it. It's going to be in a stainless steel pan. I don't use Teflon pans or nonstick pans. They got chemicals on them. It's It's a self-love ritual. I don't poison myself by my own hand. Sure, there might be some chemtrails out there. I can't really help that. I've got some good filters on my furnace. It sucks in the air. I try to filter out as much as I can, but I will not poison myself by my own hand. I'm not going to do it, ever. So this is very, very important ritual of self-love, is to know you live in a death cult, And it's a pick-your-poison society. You're not going to fit in unless you're kicking the living shit out of yourself. You stand strong and you say, yep, that's me. I don't have any poison. I don't do that. Let everybody giggle and snicker and attack you behind your back. And that's, how, that's the strength you're going to need. develop that in the, in the exercise. You develop that in the diet. I take the power from the food. The food that God made. The sun puts its photonic energy in the food. I eat that energy. I use that energy to push back on all the darkness that's around me. It's an energy for energy system. We're all energy. You become super powerful. The darkness doesn't bug you whatsoever. So... After I'm done with that other organic meal, I work with some self-sabotage uh, clients, maybe one-on-one, anywhere in the world. I work with my self-sabotage coaches, my students that I, that I have in my overcoming self-sabotage school, uh, coaching school. It's a great school. I think we've had about 200 students in it uh, so far. We just had the new spring enrollment start today. It was absolutely awesome. N- nice seeing everybody joining in from all across the world. And um, so I'll work with some of them in the afternoon. Then I might take a little short nap, really helps uh, digest the food well, starts generating the power, starts liberating the energy from the food. I love bonding with my little dog. Everybody needs connection. So I like cuddling with my little chihuahua. She likes to sleep on my lap. I think it's really cute and it really relaxes me. And as a male, we always need things to take care of. It's our natural tendency. So I go from taking care of myself to taking care of the dog, to taking care of the house, taking care of Jennifer, taking care of my my daughter. This is what I do as a male. I'm not a, a person. I'm male energy. And the male energy in the cockroach and the male cockroach is the same as the male energy in the tree, the male energy in the dog. It's just male energy. We all have the basic foundational characteristics of the male, and it's time that all the males started to realize their role as a leader, as someone of strength it doesn't poison themselves we don't need more weak beta males that's why we're getting taken over by the darkness and you know the parasite class has taken over our government because the males have forgot their role in the tribe i've already uh, acquired a domain name called uh, the and we're going to make a website to teach men what it means to be men chivalrous respectful strong ability to fight not afraid of guns and to know their role in the tribe as a strong male leader in every single household so we don't have to face the parasite class rising up and can you know Taking over our society like they've done over the past almost a year. It's almost the year anniversary of 15 days to flatten the curve. Wake the fuck up out there. Come on, men. You got to get yourself together. It starts with our diet, starts with how we treat ourselves. Yeah, we're loving to others. We're loving to ourselves, but we're ready to fight if need be. And we really got to get these rituals going again. Um, So after I'm done working with clients, maybe having my nap, uh, I work on some of my bigger projects like the one I just told you. I started a new video site. On um, library, it's not. I don't think I, I've publicized it yet. But we're doing some videos, and then I tend to business matters, cryptocurrency, gold and silver prices, some of the choice stocks that I've I've purchased. Always keeping an eye on my finances. Always trying to move ahead, and you know, as as real men. We try to take control of our lives. We don't like to outsource too much. We like to be in control. And if we do outsource, we watch, you know, if we're going to put all our eggs in one basket, we're going to watch that basket. We're not just going to give our resources away. Like I I used to be like that too and not watch them carefully. I watch them every single day at this point in time. Then as the night's winding down, myself, Jennifer and Sophia, we all seem to congregate lately in the kitchen and we all cook. Jen's a wonderful cook. She's going to cook some great meals for everybody. And uh, it it was good tonight. We were all cooking. We all ate together and Sophia was painting. So that's sort of my uh, day. And then I will be in bed by 10. I'm going to do it all again tomorrow, trying to build my personal power by maximizing my genetic potential, feeding myself only good organic food, least amount of chemicals possible, trying to exercise, be strong, keep my posture strong, keep full electrical conductivity, running through my spinal cord, keeping it at a perfect posture, keeping the hydration levels at an optimal range, always drinking glass bottled spring water that i that uh, is actually delivered by a place called Gordon Food Services in Toronto it's a great brand it's from Greece and it's all about reducing chemicals and rising up to see what i can do on this planet i hope someone's benefited from that out there i'm not too sure if this is going to be a popular podcast usually i'm laying down some conspiracy-based truths but if you're looking to Power up and learn a lot more of these rules. Come work with me at the end of January. It's only two weeks away. I'm going to put the link. Learn how to lose weight. Get rid of your cellulite. Learn how to cook easy meals that are going to drive your cellular potential skyward into the stratosphere. And learn how to overcome your self-sabotage. It's natural to be afraid to be thin in an overweight society. It is natural to be afraid to be healthy in a disease society. It's natural to be afraid to be a leader in a follower, repeater, paycheck, mind control society. But you can do it. I can show you how. Think about coming in and you know participating in this very effective and inexpensive program. You'll be glad you did. This is Jason Kristoff signing off. Thank you for listening.